Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the third Sunday of the year. Last Sunday, John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, introduced him as the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. The Lamb is a familiar imagery in the Old Testament. Moses, in preparation for the Passover, as every family, If they are big enough, get a lamb. Otherwise, they come together with other families in preparation for the Passover. And when Jesus addressed, when John addressed him as the Lamb of God, he was pointing at the end of Jesus' mission. The type of sacrificial death he was going to die. That one lamb that was sacrificed, his sacrifice surpasses all other sacrifices. Today is the third Sunday of the year of grace. Our reflection focuses on the call to discipleship, call to be announcers of the good news, call to be sharers of the good news. We live in a world of science and technology. Things are getting more and more so sophisticated. Virtually every sector is increasingly becoming computer-based. Here in America, you can't do without it. Computer-based. You go back to where we come from. You have to get a security man to man the gate. But here, you control the gate with the computer. Just press a button, it is opened. You don't need many people anymore to do works. Recently, when you have any advertisement for vacancy for recruitment, you have to state the requisite qualifications for employment. Most often, the criteria includes first class in whatever field of human endeavor you are advertising for the recruitment. And the person must be computer literate. And he must have good working experience. All these are at edge. If you have them, you will be at edge in getting the job. This is because Employers do not take chances to risk their hard-earned businesses to an amateur or inefficient worker. A good business, you need good workers to man it. Otherwise, you will not get anywhere. Jesus had an important task of recruiting agents for the kingdom. He went to the seashore to recruit the Galilean fishermen, Simon, Andrew, James, and John. 
He invited them, come, follow me. Come after me and I will make you fishers of men. And then we are to forward this message and hand it on to the faith. Humanly speaking, one would think that the men of Adesisio were not professionals to be entrusted with the work of the kingdom. Humanly speaking, one would think that we are not sophisticated. Because all the time they are spending in the river at this issue. They don't know what is happening in the town. One would have thought in like manner. Probably, Jesus was not interested in the external appearance as it were in the call of David to be king in Israel, 1 Samuel, Samuel, Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. They brought all the other brothers. He said, no, he's not among them. He said, but there is one last one, the last born. He has taken the sheep for grazing. He said, bring him. When they brought David, they said, this is the one. The last became the first. Despite their human imperfection, Jesus, who calls qualified, when he calls, he qualifies the person for the work of the kingdom. Fishermen have uncommon endurance, resilience, and professional know-how. Jesus must have taken to cognizance their commitment, availability, and potentials. He realized behind them was something that they can use for the kingdom. Calling the first four disciples, they abandoned their source of livelihood, their families, their relations, and followed Jesus. They detached in order to attach to Jesus. They detach to attach to Jesus. It's not easy to detach in order to attach. They detach from their families and instantly they followed Jesus. Invariably, we may ask, what makes a good fisherman? What makes one a good fisherman? First and foremost, his fishing skills. He must have the fishing skills, he must have the equipment and the patience to work. Yeah, we are times Jesus will meet them. They have spent the whole night working without making any headway. And he will say, throw the net to the, to the, to the deep sea. And there was a heavy catch. The endurance is there. This we are the skills. Jesus wants you and I to fish for people of our time. We have seen the skills for a fisherman and we can employ same skills in fishing people for the kingdom. 
In other words, he wants us to tell others out there what God has done and what he will do in their lives. He wants us to be his messengers. He wants us to be his agents. He wants us to be his ambassadors. What does it take to be a fisher of men? We have talked about fishing fish. Then what does it take to be a fisher of men? First, you need to be properly equipped with the know-how. You need the know-how of being a fisher of man, men and women of our time. That you need the knowledge of the Bible. The Bible is the compass. The Bible is the one that gives us direction. Turn. If you get to the marketplace, turn to the other side. In order to get to heaven, you want to go to heaven, the Bible has the compass. Dealing a wall of uh, GSM, uh, the wall of uh, GSP in what do we need to navigate our way to other places? GPS. Virtually any driver in this country must have a GPS if he must get to where he's going. So, for us to preach, we need a GPS to heaven, and that is the Bible. It gives us the capacity to impact on people. And we need to know the people. And we need to go to the people, know the people, and go to the people. And we must show interest in the work again. We must have the interest of inviting people to the kingdom. Without the interest, we can't do anything. Jesus taught Peter and Andrew to have their fishing business, to leave their fishing business and begin a new profession of fishing people for the kingdom, leaving a profession to begin another profession. And I think this is what Jesus is calling us to, to become fishermen, going to share the good news with other people, we can't do this until there is some sort of detachment, detaching to attach. Jesus motivated this man, and they left their comfort zone in order to follow Jesus. They didn't make excuses. There was no excuse given that I have to go home and then say bye-bye. And it was much later on we'll hear that mother, the mother-in-law of Peter had high fever and they went to visit her. It shows probably he must have been married. He didn't go home because of the urgency of the invitation of Christ which gives room to relaxing all others in order to follow him. They didn't make excuses why it wasn't good time. And they left at once and followed. 
Jesus calls each of us to follow him. When Jesus asks us to serve him, we must be like the disciples and do it at once. Jesus simply calls us to be the light. And I think another word for a disciple is being the light. To become the light in a dark world. The first reading will tell us that the people that work, that work in darkness, a bright light has shone. And this is what the disciple should be. He may not need to make a lot of noise, but by the time his light shines, he will change the darkness that surrounds us. And even the responsorial psalm will say that the Lord is our light and our salvation. When we talk of darkness, we are talking about the devil. When we talk about the light, we are talking about what pertains to God. And the disciple is announcing what pertains to God. And therefore, he has to be the light, he has to be the witness of Jesus and God himself. Wherever he goes should be the light. And even the second reading will say that there we have division in the church in Corinth. Some will say, I am for Paul. Some will say, I am for Apollos. And the other one, when we are the light, there can be division among us. Anyone that is the light does not entertain any division. We are one. The pastor, the first assistant, the second assistant, the deacons, everybody was supposed to be one, we supposed to be singing one chorus. There shouldn't be any division among us. And that is what St. Paul was challenging the people of Corinth against. As followers of Christ, as disciples of Christ, we are to build the kingdom and not to divide the kingdom. We are to call people to become a beacon of light that dispels the darkness that surrounds us. We need to be the light and nothing but the light. Wherever the Christian is, there should be the light. And when we talk about preaching the gospel, what are we saying in practical terms? If you are a nurse, in your nursing profession, that is where you bring out the light of Christ. There are some that are in the hospital. Some may not need to take medication. Loneliness and other things have culminated to make them sick. They need a loving, caring person. They need that TLC, loving, tender care. When a nurse is able to give a loving, tender care, he transformed the sick person to be a person that is healthy. We are the teachers. You are not just teaching physics, economics, mathematics, or whatever. Let Christ light before the students. When the students see a beacon of light in you, you can transform them. Some have difficulties. Parents have difficulties. But if a teacher is able to transform the students, 
to become better people. He has become the light. Go and meet those working in restaurants. I cherish the way they are able to explain the menu. We ask them, what is this? Before you know it, they have everything at their fingertips. They are so proficient, the waiters and the rest of them. I cherish, I said, if I have these skills as an agent of the gospel, we'll be able to gather people for the kingdom. They know what the menu is. They know what the restaurant can provide for your own comfort. They never lack in becoming, in being good agents. And I think that is what we are. We should be agents for the kingdom. That we should know our Bible and be able to communicate the Bible in order to draw people to the kingdom. Jesus wants to make people fishers of men. And we are the fishers, men of our time. Don't complain. You have all it takes to be a fisher of men. Wherever your workplace is, that is your constituency. Husband and wife, your family is your first constituency. You must bring your children to Christ. Pray for them, encourage them, support them, and give them all it that is necessary to bring them to Christ. Be the light to them. Witness to Christ before them. One Sunday morning after the church service, the neighbor's little girl asked her mother to explain the pastor's text for the day. Let your light shine. The pastor continues to say, let your light shine. And the little lady said, explain, how do I let the light shine? Why? It means... Let your life shine by being good and obedient. The mother taught the little lady. Let your light shine by being good and obedient. Just do the right thing at the right time, in the right place with the right intentions. A bit later, she had a commotion in the children's play area. Followed by her daughter's shout. Mother, I think I just blew out my light. She blew out the light by being naughty, causing commotion. We should be the light. I will make you fishers of men, fishers of men, fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. If you follow me. If you follow me. Hallelujah. I will make you fishers of men. Fishers of men. Fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, 
visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.